Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, <clears throat> right here in the live studios in the Haven, which is located in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We're having a bit of a cold snap, so outside it's cold, but this is the real warmth, the real comfort, the real, uh, the real deal. Hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam out loud with an assembly of devotees who are attached to hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam. This is actually the goal of life, to become attached to Krishna. And there's no better way than to become attached to hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam. Srimad Bhagavatam Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatana Goswami explains this phenomenon, glorifies the Bhagavatam for what it is. goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabho Kali Ditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna himself. Madeka bando matsangin madguro man mahadana my only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadhu sadhuta dayin atini chuchatakada hanamun chagadachin mam O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we've reached the 28th chapter of the 4th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam and 
Puranjana, the allegorical soul, has become a woman in his next life, and she married a saintly king. The king has gone to the forest uh, to perfect his life, and uh, she went. The wife went with him, and he has left the body. And she is lamenting. And now the super soul has approached her and is preaching to her wonderful instructions directly from Krishna. We begin with text 63. As a person sees the reflection of his body in a mirror to be one with himself and not different, whereas others actually see two bodies. So in our material condition in which the living entity is affected and yet not affected, there is a difference between God and the living entity. PURPORT Being affected by the conditioning of matter, Mayabadi philosophers cannot see the difference between the Supreme Lord and the living entity. When the sun is reflected in a pot of water, the sun knows that there is no difference between himself and the reflected sun in the water. Those in ignorance, however, perceive that there are many small suns reflected in each and every pot. As far as the brilliance is concerned, there is brilliance both in the original sun and in the reflections but the reflections are small, whereas the original sun is very large. Vaishnava philosophers conclude that the living entity is simply a small sample of the original Supreme Personality of Godhead. Qualitatively, God and the living entity are one, but quantitatively, the living entities excuse me, are small fragments of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Supreme Lord is full, powerful, and opulent. In the previous verse, the Lord says, My dear friend, you and I are not different. <clears throat> this non-difference refers to qualitative oneness, for it was not necessary for the Paramatma, the Supreme Personality, to remind the conditioned soul, that he is not one in quantity. The self-realized soul never thinks that he and the Supreme Personality of Godhead are one in every respect. Although he and the Supreme Personality of Godhead are one in quality, the living entity is prone to forget his spiritual identity, whereas the Supreme Personality never forgets. This is the difference between lipta and alipta. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is eternally alipta, uncontaminated by the external energy. The conditioned soul, however, being in contact with material nature, forgets his real identity. Therefore, when he sees himself in the conditioned state, he identifies himself with the body. 
For the Supreme Personality of Godhead, however, there is no difference between the body and the soul. He is complete soul. He is completely soul. He has no material body. Although the super-soul, Paramatma, and the individual soul are both within the body, the super-soul is devoid of designation, whereas the conditioned soul is designated by his particular type of body. The super-soul is called Antaryami, and he is extensive. This is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 13.3. Chetragyang Chapi Mam Vidi Sarva Chetreshu Bharata. O sign of Bharat, you should understand that I am also the knower in all bodies. The super soul is present in everyone's body, whereas the individual soul is conditioned in a particular type of body. The individual soul cannot understand what is taking place in another's body. But the super-soul knows very well what is happening in all bodies. In other words, the super-soul is always present in his full spiritual position, whereas the individual soul is prone to forget himself. Nor is the individual soul present everywhere. Generally, in his conditioned state, the individual soul cannot understand his relationship with the super-soul, but sometimes, when he is free from all conditional existence, he can see the real difference between the super-soul and, and himself. When the super-soul tells the conditioned soul, you and I are one and the same, it is to remind the, the conditioned soul of his spiritual identity as being qualitatively one. In the third canto, of Srimad Bhagavatam 3.28.40 It is said, Yetol Mukhad Vispuling God Dumad Vapi Swasambhavat Apyatma Vena Bhimatad Yetagni Pritag Ulmukhad Fire has different features. There is flame, the sparks, and the smoke. Although, the, although these are one in quality, there is still a difference between the fire, the flame, the spark, and the smoke. The living entity becomes conditioned, but the Supreme Personality of God is different because he does not become conditioned at any point. In the next verse, Bhagavatam 3.28.41, it is stated, Atma tata pritag drashta Bhagavan Brahmasangitaha. Atma is the individual soul as well as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the seer of everything. Although both are spirit, there is always a difference. In the Shruti, it is also said, Yatakne Chutra Vishpulinga Vyuchantadanti. Vyuchadanti. Just as sparks manifest on a large fire, similarly, the small individual souls are present in the big spiritual flame. In Bhagavad Gita 9.4, Lord Krishna says, Matstani sarvabhutani nachaham 
Teshravastitaha. All beings are in me, but I am not in them. Although the living beings are resting in him, as small fiery smart sparks rest on a large flame, both are differently the both are differently situated. Similarly, in the Vishnu Purana, one twenty-two fifty-six, it is said, "Ekadesha stitas stitasyagner jochna vistarini yata parasya brahmanak shaktis tetedam akilam jagad." Fire is situated in one place, but it distributes heat and light. Similarly, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is distributing His energies in different ways. The living entity is but one of these energies, marginal energy. The energy and the energetic are one in one, or one, in one sense, but they are differently situated as energy and the energetic. Similarly, the Satchit Ananda form confirmed in Brahma Sangita, Ishwadak Parama Krishna, Satchirananda Vigraha, is different from that of the living entity in both his conditioned and liberated states. Only atheists consider the living entity and the personality of Godhead equal in all respects. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu therefore says, Mayavadi Bhashya Shunile Haya Sarvanash. If one follows the instructions of Mayavadi philosophers and believes that the Supreme Personality of Godhead and the individual soul are one, his understanding of real philosophy is forever doomed. Text 64. In this way, both swans live together in the heart. When the one swan is instructed by the other, he is situated in his constitutional position. This means he regains his original Christian consciousness, which was lost because of his material attraction. Purport Here it is clearly stated, Hang so, hang sena, Pratibodhitaha. The, the individual soul and the super soul are both compared to swans, hangsa, because they are white or uncontaminated. One swan, however, is superior and is the instructor of the other. When the inferior swan is separated from the other swan, he is attracted to material enjoyment. This is the cause of his fall down. When he hears the instructions of the other swan, he understands his real position and is again revived to his original consciousness. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna comes down, avatara, to deliver his devotees and kill the demons. He also gives his sublime instructions in the form of Bhagavad-gītā. The individual soul has to understand his position by the grace of the Lord. And the spiritual master, because the text of Bhagavad-gītā 
cannot be understood simply by academic qualifications. I'll read that again. The individual soul has to understand his position by the grace of the Lord and the spiritual master because the text of Bhagavad Gita cannot be understood simply by academic qualifications. One has to learn Bhagavad Gita from a realized soul. Tadvidi panipatena pariprashnena sevaya upadikshantite jnanam jnaninas tattva darshinaha Just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master. Inquire from him submissively and render service unto him. The self-realized soul can impart knowledge unto you because he has seen the truth. Bhagavad Gita 4.34 Thus one has to select a bona fide spiritual master and become enlightened to his original consciousness. In this way, the individual soul can understand that he is always subordinate to the super-soul. As soon as he declines to remain subordinate and tries to become an enjoyer, he begins his material conditioning. When he abandons this spirit of being an individual owner or, or enjoyer, he becomes situated in his liberated state. The word swasta, meaning situated in one's original position, is very significant in this verse. When one gives up his unwanted attitude of superiority, he becomes situated in his original position. The word tad vyabhicharina is also significant, for it indicates that when one is separated from God due to disobedience, his real sense is lost. Again, by the grace of Krishna and Guru, he can be properly situated in his liberated position. These verses are spoken by Srila Narada Muni and his purpose in speaking them is to revive our consciousness. Although the living entity and the super-soul are one in quality, the individual soul has to pursue the instruction of the super-soul. That is the state of liberation. Text 65 My dear King Prachinivarhi, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the cause of all causes, is celebrated to be known indirectly. Thus I have described the story of Puranjana to you. Actually, it is an instruction for self-realization. Purport There are many similar stories in the Puranas for self-realization. As stated in the Vedas, Paroksha Priya Eva Hi Devaha There are many stories in the Puranas that are intended to interest ordinary men in transcendental subjects. But actually, these refer to real facts. They are not to be considered stories without a transcendental purpose. Some of them refer to real historical facts. One should be interested, however, in the real purport of the story. Indirect instruction is quickly understandable for a common man. Factually, the path of bhakti-yoga 
is the path of hearing directly about the pastimes of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu. But those who are not interested in hearing directly about the activities of the Lord or who cannot understand them can very effectively hear such stories and fables as this one narrated by Narada Muni. The following are some of the allegorical usages in this chapter. Adesha Kari, the actions resulting from sinful activities. Agastya, the mind. Amatya, the governor of the senses, the mind. Arbuda, Arbuda. Various types of Shravana and Kirtana of the Supreme Lord's name, quality, form, and so on. Ari, impediments like disease. Boga, enjoyment. Herein this word refer, refer, refers to real enjoyment in spiritual life. Britya, the servants of the body, namely the senses. Dravidaraj, devotional service or a person eligible to act in devotional service. That's where I got Dravidaraj's name. Dwara, the doors of the body, such as the eyes and ears. Griha, home. For spiritual cultivation, one requires an undisturbed place or the good association of devotees. Idmabaha, Idmabaha, the devotee who approaches the spiritual master. Idma refers to wood that is taken to burn as fuel for fire. A brahmacharya is supposed to take this idma to ignite the fire used in performing sacrifices. By spiritual instruction, a brahmacharya is trained to ignite a fire and to offer oblations in the morning. He is supposed to go to the spiritual master to take lessons on transcendental subject matter. And the Vedic injunction is that when he is, is that when approaching the spiritual master, one must carry with him fuel to perform yajnas or sacrifices. The exact Vedic injunction is as follows. Tad vijnanartam sagadum ibhavigachchet samitpani shotriyam brahmanishtam muntakupanishad 1-2-12 To learn transcendental subject matter, one must approach the spiritual master. In doing so, he should carry fuel to burn and sacrifice. The symptom of such a spiritual master is that he is expert in understanding the Vedic conclusion and therefore he constantly engages in the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Mundakupanishad 1-12 By serving such a bona fide spiritual master, Gradually, a conditioned soul becomes detached from material enjoyment and invariably makes progress in spiritual realization under the direction of the spiritual master. Those who are misled by the illusory energy are never interested in approaching a spiritual master to make life successful. Now we're going on to the meanings. 
the allegorical meanings. Jaya, intelligence. Jirna Sarpa, the fatigued air of life. Kalakanya, the invalidity of old age. Kama, a high fever. Kulachala, the place where there is no disturbance. Katumbini, intelligence. Madhyadekshana. Madhyadekshana refers to one whose eyes are so attractive that one who observes them becomes maddened by her. In other words, Madhyadekshana means a, a very beautiful young girl. According to Jiva Goswami, Madhyadekshana means the personified deity of bhakti. If one is attracted by the bhakti cult, he, he becomes engaged in the service of the Lord and the spiritual master, and thus his life becomes successful. Vaidarbi, the woman, became a follower of, her, follower of her husband. As she left her comfortable home for the service of her husband, a serious student of spiritual understanding must give up everything for the service of the spiritual master. As stated in Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, as stated by Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, Yasya Prasadat Bhagavat Prasadaha. If one wants actual success in life, he must strictly follow the instructions of the spiritual master. By following such instructions, one is sure to make rapid progress in spiritual life. This statement by Vishwanath Chakravarti is in pursuance of the following injunction from the Shvetashvatara Upanishad 6.23 Yasya Devi Pura Bhaktir Yata Devi Tata Garao Tasyaite Katita Yartaha Yarta Prakashante Mahatmanaha Only unto those great souls who have implicit faith in both the Lord and the spiritual master are all the imports of Vedic knowledge automatically revealed. In the Chandogya Upanishad, it is said, Acharyavan Pudusho Veda. One who approaches a bona fide spiritual master can understand everything about spiritual realization. Malayadvaj, a nice devotee who is like sandalwood, Panchala, the five sense objects. Padichchada, the total aggregate of the senses. Paurajana, the seven elements that constitute the body. Pautra, patience and gravity. Prajvara, a kind of fever called Vishnudvara. Pratikirya, counteracting agents such as mantras and medicines. Purapalaka, the life air. Putra, consciousness. Sainika, the condition of threefold miseries. Saptasuta, the seven sons, namely hearing, chanting, remembering, offering prayers, serving the lotus feet of the Lord, worshipping the deity, and becoming a servant of the Lord. Sarida, Endeavor. Sutta, the son of Vaidarbi, or in other words, one who was somewhat advanced 
in fruitive activities and who comes in contact with a devotee spiritual master. Such a person becomes interested in the subject matter of devotional service. By Darby, the woman who was formerly a man but took birth as a woman in his next life because of too much attachment to woman. Darba means kushagras. In fruitive activities or karmakandiya ceremonies, one requires kushagras. Thus, Vaidarbi refers to one who takes birth in a family of karmakandiya understanding. However, if by karmakanda activities one by chance comes in contact with a devotee, as Vaidarbi did when she married Malayadwaj, Malayadwaj, his life becomes successful. He then pursues the devotional service of the Lord. The conditioned soul becomes liberated simply by following the instructions of the bona fide spiritual master. Vidarbha Rajasinga, the best persons who are expert in fruitive activities. Birya, one who has mercy, and Yavana, the servant of Yamaraj. Thus end the Bhaktivinoda purports of the fourth canto, 28th chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam, entitled Puranjana Becomes a Woman in the Next Life. All glories to Puranjani for being able to be fortunate enough to hear the Super Soul speaking directly to her. And all glories to the listener of this section of Bhagavatam who, are, who can hear directly from God. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Okay. We're moving on to chapter 29. Talks between Narada and King Prachina Barhi. <laughs> this is funny. <clears throat> Text 1. King Prachinavarhi replied, My dear Lord, we could not appreciate completely the purport of your allegorical story of King Puranjana. Actually, those who are perfect in spiritual knowledge can understand. But for, for us, who are overly attached to fruitive activities, to realize the purpose of your story is very difficult. Purport. In Bhagavad Gita 7.13, Lord Krishna says, Tribir gunamayaya bhavaya ebik sarvamidam jagat mohitang nabijanati mamevyak paramavyayam Deluded by the three modes, goodness, passion, and ignorance, the whole world does not know me, who am above the modes and inexhaustible. Generally, people are enchanted by the three modes of material nature and therefore practically unable to understand that behind all materialistic activities is the cosmic manifestation. In the cosmic manifestation, is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. Generally, 
when people are engaged in sinful or pious activities, they are not perfect in knowledge of devotional service. The allegorical story narrated by Nardamuni to King Barishman is especially meant to engage conditioned souls in devotional service. The entire story, narrated allegorically, is easily understood by a person in devotional service. But those who are engaged not in devotional service, but in sense gratification, cannot perfectly understand it. That is admitted by King Barishman. This 29th chapter describes that by too much attachment for women, one becomes a woman in the next life. But a person who associates with the Supreme Personality of Godhead or his representative becomes free from all material attachments and is thus liberated. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Text 2. The great sage Narada continued, You must understand that Puranjana, the living entity, transmigrates according to his own work into different types of bodies, which may be one-legged, two-legged, three-legged, four-legged, many-legged, or simply legless. Transmigrating into these various types of bodies, the living entity as the so-called enjoyer is known as Puranjana. Purport How the spirit soul transmigrates from one type of body to another is nicely described here. The word ekapada, one-legged, refers to ghosts, for it is said that ghosts walk on one leg. The word dvipada, meaning biped, refers to human beings. When he is old and invalid, the, three, the, the human being is supposed to be triped or three-legged because he walks with the help of a stick or some kind of cane. Of course, of course the chatushpada refers to quadrupeds or animals. The word bahupada refers to those, those creatures who have more than four legs. There are many insects, such as the centipede, and also many aquatic animals that have many legs. The word apadaka means without legs, refers to serpents. The name Puranjali indicates one who enjoys possessing different types of bodies. His mentality for enjoyment in the material world is accommodated by different types of bodies. Text 3 The person I have described as unknown is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Master and Eternal Friend of the Living Entity. Since the Living Entities cannot realize the Supreme Personality of Godhead by material names, activities or qualities, he remains everlastingly unknown to the conditioned soul. Purport Because the Supreme Personality of Godhead is unknown to the conditioned soul, he, sometimes, he is sometimes described in Vedic literatures as Nirakara, 
avigata or avan manasam gochara. Actually, it is a fact that the Supreme Personality of Godhead cannot be perceived by material senses as far as his form, name, quality, pastimes, or paraphernalia are concerned. However, when one is spiritually advanced, one can understand the name, form, quality, pastimes, and paraphernalia of the Supreme Lord. This is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, 1855. Bhaktya ma mavijanati ya vanyas One can understand in truth the Supreme Personality of Godhead only when one is engaged in devotional service. Ordinary persons engaged in pious and impious activities cannot understand the form, name, and activities of the Lord. The devotee, however, can know the Personality of Godhead in many respects. He can understand that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, that his address is Goloka Vrindavan, and that his activities are all spiritual. Because the Lord's form and activities cannot be understood by materialistic people, he is described by the Shastras as Nirakara, that is, one whose form cannot be ascertained by a materialistic person. This does not mean that the Supreme Personality of Godhead has no form. It means that it is not understood by the karmis or fruitive actors. His form is described in Brahma Samhita as Satchirananda Bigraha, as confirmed in the Padma Purana, Atakshi Krishna Namadi Nabhavid Grayam Indriyahi Sevan Mukhe Hijivado Swayameva Spurat Yadaha. No one can understand Krishna as he is by utilizing the blunt material senses. However, the Lord reveals Himself to His devotees, being pleased with them because of their transcendental loving service rendered unto Him. Since the name, form, qualities and activities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, cannot be understood by the material senses, He is also, known, he is also called Adhoksaja, meaning beyond sense perception. When the senses are purified by devotional activity, the devotee understands everything about the Lord by the Lord's grace. In this verse, the words Pumbir Namabir Vakriyagunahi are especially significant because God, Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, has many names, activities, and qualities, although none of them are material. Despite the fact that all these names, activities, and pastimes are mentioned in the Shastras and, and understood by the devotees, the karmis, fruitive laborers, cannot understand them. Nor can the jnanis, mental speculators, understand them. Although there are, although there are thousands of names of Lord Vishnu, the karmis and jnanis intermingle the names of the Supreme Godhead with the names of demigods and human beings. Because they cannot understand the actual name of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they take for granted 
that any name can be accepted. They believe that since the Absolute Truth is impersonal, they can call Him by any name. Otherwise, they maintain He has no name. This is not a fact. Here it is clearly stated, Namavir va kriyagunahi. The Lord has specific names such as Rama, Krishna, Govinda, Narayana, Vishnu, and Adhoksaja. There are indeed many names, but the conditioned soul cannot understand them. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Because that brings us to 748. So we'll stop here, our daily reading, and start tomorrow from text 4. In the meantime, we will simply, patiently, wait for the reflections of the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. The first one is from Rati. Yes, Rati. He says, Jai Guru Maharaj, the blissful wisdom fountain sprays again. <laughs> so poetic. <laughs> Hare Krishna. And this one's from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Yes, Gopakandi Devidasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all assembled devotees. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. Sri Krishna himself. Thank you, dear Maharaj, for pouring down your heart to <clears throat> us every day, the daily reading service. Thank you. My heart is yours, Hare Krishna. Your heart belongs to anyone who's eager to hear hear this Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna. time for him to do some reflection but he's always been reading for years so we'll let him off the hook well we might be setting a record here of the shortest reflection period yet but I, I'm sure there's going to be more coming here's Anandamurti Devi Dasi Jai Anandamurti Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you so much for readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, which is the essence mm. of our life. Today I heard the importance of the devotional service is following, following the spiritual master. Only then we can understand the Lord. Quote, he is also called Adhokshija, meaning beyond sense perception. When the senses are purified by devotional activity, the devotee understands everything about the Lord by the Lord's grace. Hare Krishna. There is, this is full of fundamental information. Yes. Axiomatic truths. Mm -hmm. Science is based, built upon axiomatic truths. 
And in this way, this spiritual knowledge is a science. Hare Krishna. She says, Yesterday, one Bhagavad Gita and two small books during lunch and after duty. Om Tat Sat. Om Tat Sat. Thanks a lot. Steady like a rock. Hare Krishna. She also says, All by your mercy. Hare Krishna. Well, Gorhuri and Abhaya Das Brahmacharis went out today to Canterbury and had a very nice time distributing books. It's... I remember when we were distributing in the Chicago airport, O'Hare Field, O'Hare, but we used to call it O'Hare Field. Prabhupada once said that you, could ask, you should ask him to change the name of the airport to Hare Krishna Field. Prabhupada was so bold. Anyway, I remember the anxiety of going, putting all the books into the into the um, lockers and then filling up our bags and going up in the, in the elevator and stepping off the elevator onto that space between the two elevator the elevator columns and putting the foot there and as soon as the foot stepped there you felt like you were home, liberated the safest position in the material world Hare Krishna This is from Rohini Nandana. Yes, Rohini Nandana. Hare Krishna Maharaj. I found the last part of the last purport you read very profound. Yes. Prabhupada and the Acharyas very boldly proclaim personalism and the importance of the holy name and how the materialist and impersonalist psychology denies the holy name. Your servant. Yes. And that's the problem. We're taught from the beginning of our lives, especially in this modern, so-called Western, advanced civilization, that, uh, well, life is cr created by matter. There is no God. There is no soul. And we're taught it from the beginning. Therefore, it's hard to unle unlearn. Prabhupada describes that there's a a violin school for teaching violin. It's called the Stradivarius School of Study of Violin. And they charge according to the amount of time that you've studied. And interestingly enough, they charge the more time you've been playing, the, the more it costs. Because to unlearn something that you've learned, you know, to, to change it to something that's better is very difficult. That is the mercy of the pure devotee, of the empowered representative of Krishna, Shaktivesh. He can spread Krishna consciousness all over the world single-handedly. That's our dear founder Acharya, Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. This is from Vilas Manjari. Yes, Vilas Manjari. Dear Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Today I could really relate to the words of the King 
that he appreciated the instructions, but only a spiritually advanced person can understand. I often feel that way, but appreciate that Srila Prabhupada is speaking from another plane of experience, mm. and that we are able to hear, even if we have no experience, and gradually the dust becomes cleansed from the mirror of the, from the, mirror of the heart. Mm. I remember hearing that the colors of the spiritual master cannot be perceived by us. Colors. Huh? Oh, sorry. Colors of the spiritual world cannot be perceived by us. Yes, that's right. Therefore, the spiritual world is described to us in the form of analogies. You know, the beauty being compared to the most beautiful things or more beautiful than the most beautiful things that we can perceive by our senses. And those who are real preachers, empowered preachers, as such as Srila Prabhupada, uh, uses poetic language uh, to describe the philosophy and explain to us how to think and feel and will in spiritual consciousness. Hare Krishna. This one is from Subarao Rajagopal. Yes, Subarao. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily readings. One of the gems is 429.1. Quote, The entire story, narrated allegorically, is easily understood by a person in devotional service. But those who are, not, those who are engaged not in devotional service, but in sense gratification, cannot perfectly understand it. That is admitted by King Varhishman. End quote. If I were to read just the verses alone, I would not be able to comprehend the true intent and the purpose of the allegorical story. We are ever indebted to Srila Prabhupada for the glorious illustrations, purports, and the glossaries. It makes more sense when read by you and I hear them with other devotees. Daily readings, ki jai. Jai ho. Prabhupada said, that his purports were more important than the verses for, for the exact reason that he just described. Uh -huh. Hare Krishna. Hmm. We have another one by Rohini Nandana mm -hmm. Das. Mm -hmm. She says, Very interesting that even though the king couldn't understand the instructions, he nonetheless could understand why he couldn't understand them. Mm. Yeah, well, that's the association of Nardamuni. When Prabhupada was living in the Bowery, there were, it, the Bowery was a very degraded place, and there were actually drunkards, you know, lounging around on the streets and in the sidewalks and even in the doorways. And sometimes he would have to step over a dead body just to get into his door where he was living. And after, in a, in a very short time, these derelicts, they would actually stand and let him pass in a kind of acknowledgement of his position. You know, this would this would happen. This is what happened to Magrari, the, the hunter, when he met Nardamuni. He didn't understand anything, but by the influence of of Nardamuni's presence, he could understand 
his words were very heavy, very true. And he listened, and he understood by the mercy of Narimuni. Hare Krishna. Alright, thank you very much. This ninth day of December 2022. We're on the way to 2023 already. Time is flying. So there's no time to waste. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samavira Bhaktivinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. Somebody else. Rati just added something. Okay, Rati. She got the last word. She said, Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Jai Srila Prabhupada. Thank you for delivering another reading. By the repeated hearing of transcendental knowledge, these readings have become the golden thread that stitches together my fluttering days into a beautiful road leading home. I look forward to the beautiful colors of the spiritual world. Hare Krishna, Rati. That's very, very nice. Very poetic, very nicely said. You should write. Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samavira Bhaktivinda ki jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night. Same time, same place, same topic. This topic's been going on for a long time. As Narada Muni now is going to explain what he said in the last few chapters story of Paranjana. See you tomorrow. Haribo. Hare Krishna.